This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. You are completely pathetic. Welcome to the most sophisticated podcast about wrestling in the history of today. I bring you to the Basement Booker's Podcast. My name is Jerry, and today we have a very special guest. His name is Rich. Rich the Jizz, it says here? No. Is that your stage name? I'm also not a guest. I'm the co-host. Oh. Well, excuse me. We just need to get a I think you're reading the wrong notes there. For our, from our producer here. Buddy. I'm, I'm the executive producer. Are you if also you the producer? Because these are two different titles. They are two different things, yes. So you can shut the fuck up and, uh, yes. Thank you. Okay, the correction here I have here. You are a part of this podcast. And who hired him? Okay, we can take care of that later. We have a lot of show uh, for you today. And I'd like to start with uh, pretending uh, that I care about my guest here. Oh, sorry, co-host. So how have you been, sir? Have you... How are you? All right. You know, uh, so my stepson came back from Buffalo yesterday. So uh, me and the wife had to finish up a couple of projects we had sort of been lazy about. And in doing so, I had to put like two pieces of uh, furniture together. There's a, a, the rack. There's a rack thing for the bathroom, towel rack, and a uh, another like bathroom storage thing. So... Yep, that was my week. Just yes, riveting. no, I didn't have to rivet. Just to riveting have a little stuff. Fantastic. No, 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 no riveting. Just a little hex wrench, a little Allen what key a kind of thing. Fantastic um, outlook into the most uncoolest thing to be <laughs> a stepdad. So how was your week? This week was filled with thrills and chills, and all the day a uh, special day to our. Uh, Jewish brothers and sisters, uh, about uh, two days ago, I had no coffee for the day. Uh, wow. They're supposed to not eat or drink, you know, because it's like a, uh, a day to commemorate the uh, destruction of two temples, I believe. And uh, I decided to abstain from coffee. Uh, as a matter of fact, it extended to up until today. So wow. Today, right now, I have a cup of coffee just sitting waiting for my ingestion, and it's it's very exciting. Um, it's very very exciting. The first day, I got headaches. Mm. Uh, I have been known to partake of the devil's lettuce and never uh, 
received any physical um, withdrawals, and I did so from not having any coffee. Wow. Which was, it was quite jarring. It didn't really start to hit till around like six, and then seven, and then I'm like, hey, this isn't great. Mm. So, but I did it, and here we are. Here we all are celebrating what a momentous, beautiful occasion that I have abstained. Solidarity! But, oh yeah, and also Umbrella Academy is back. Yes. No spoilers, I've seen two episodes. We have seen two episode that's two episodes more than i've seen i have been because i'm waiting for the the wife to watch she doesn't want to sit down and watch one episode she wants to watch a couple together um so i have been watching the last season of shameless which is on netflix now as of last sunday you could watch two episodes that's a couple right but she was too tired for that so now that we have done what we have done let's let us let us let us let us kale let us go and speak about fake fake news about real real sports and some entertainment well jerry uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that Edge and Daniel Bryan are heavily involved in their respective shows' creative direction and may what? be official members of their creative teams. When did which that is very start? interesting. I don't know. This is very new information to me, um, but I like it. Talk about outsourcing. Or insourcing? I guess. I don't know how I feel about talent be the part of creative, but I guess it's they're not involved in any active storylines. Yeah, which, one, is un, which is unfortunate for Daniel Bryan, because why not? I think it's because of the COVID. Mm, and makes sense. his wife is, you know, about to pop. Yeah. So, that'll do it. And I guess that's why Drew Gulak is doing stuff. Hey. Good for Gulak. And that AJ Wrestling Grand Metal Dickhead sounds like a Daniel Bryan decision to me. Mm. That, yeah, that I, match I, took up like three segments or something. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for, like, before the match. I was like, all right, someone's going to attack Metal Eek and take his place. Nope. That didn't they had a match. <laughs> Boy. What a, what a contest. Rusev. Uh, now known as just Miro, um, he said on his Twitch stream this week that now he's, quote, a professional Twitcher, YouTuber, and content creator, not a wrestler anymore. I and that he, don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. And that he considers himself done with wrestling. Right. A few days later, he had Lana on in a bikini for a poolside stream, and Twitch gave him a 24-hour ban. Which is unfair, I might add. I agree. I, because we there's be plenty of all the Lana we want. Does no, but I've seen plenty of streamers. Page. I'm not even talking about Page, but okay. like even like no, not as famous as Page do the same thing. They have like poolside streams, and it's like, what do you wear at the, at a pool? You know, it's like, so why is this different? You know, right? I don't know. 
Like, for, is it oh, scantily sorry, clad? What are we talking about here? I don't ever, I didn't even see it. You know? Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I didn't. I could have googled it ahead of time, but you I didn't. Get away with so much on that freaking platform. And I've been, listen, we all know I've had my issues with Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said my piece. But they yeah. get chicks that do body painting on there. Yeah, it's like they just why, sit there and paint themselves. It's why is X okay and X not okay? You know? Yeah. Come on, what are we, what are we doing? It's like on TV where it's like you can have people just straight up murdered, but if you see a tit, it's like, oh uh, no. Hmm. Or say a mean word. Say the one of the forbidden words, you know? Yeah. Come on. What are we doing? Babies. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, former Evolve talent Leon Ruff announced he has signed with WWE for the NXT brand, relatively obviously. Uh, I don't know if you remember this guy, Retro Anthony Green, who is a guy that uh, was accompanied by Brandy Lauren. Also reportedly, yeah. Also reportedly signed with NXT, according to Sports Kita. Oh, I remember him. He was involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, he the, he was at the show he went to. He was, and that's how I was introduced to Brandy Lauren. And I love me some Brandy Lauren. Uh, and also in signing his news, following his performance against Cody last week, AEW announced that they have signed Eddie Kingston. Something I am very happy about. We're all very happy for. Uh, Eddie Kingston, who's gotten away with so much murder. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Mad King. We don't know what he does in his off time. Wait, Mad King? The Mad King, Eddie Kingston. Why? I don't know. That's what they're calling him. Did he win a King of the Ring? No. Um, in, in in Impact, he was just – they just called him – like they called him King for a while. Like King was his nickname, kind of short for Kingston. I wonder if he was a Latin king, because he does wear the colors, which is black and yellow, so I don't know. It could be multifaceted, or just because he has king as his name. I just don't think that – it just feels so not – I don't know. It's like, oh, it's got king in my name, so there we go. He just just seems to have – be cooler than that. Yeah. Also, it could be the creative that they gave him. Yeah. Um, next up, and this is interesting, AEW announced that their Deadly Draw Women's Tag Team Tournament starts on their YouTube channel this Monday at 7 p.m. We were supposed to talk about that last week, because the promo aired during last week's Dynamite, but I forgot about it. Yeah, I I just didn't realize that it was starting, like, non-televised. Now, you say it's for a cup, and I think it's also for a cup, but I think that the winner's also going to become... They're gonna bring. They're gonna make uh, women's tag team championships. I'm pretty sure. I, I really think it's way too early for them to have a women's tag division. They, I don't think I, so. I think their their talent pool just isn't deep enough. Well, that's only because of the, the the COVID thing. Like they have they have people. And that <laughs> actually br- that actually brings me to something else I've been thinking about. Like, and it's kind of the opposite. Like they keep hiring. These guys that come in for tryouts or, you know, the TNT um, uh, championship. Yeah. And, like, they keep signing them, and I'm like, only have a two-hour show and a one-hour show. Where are you putting these people? I mean, not everybody has to work every week. Right, but I, I feel like they have so much talent, they can't even work every other week. 
That's. I just, I just think, I think, I just think it's a lot. Like it's obviously you have to have a bench where, you know, oh this guy's hurt. You, it's your turn. Step up. Let's see what you got. Or this guy's sick with the COVID. Yeah. Or like, he's I, too much of a bitch to show up. <laughs> yeah. Like I get it, but I. It's a lot, and and Cody in an interview recently again pointed out the fact that AEW has not furloughed anyone during COVID. Cody, COVID, correlation. No, no, no. <laughs> he he's not involved in the naming of diseases. Maybe it's good branding. That's what I'd say. Hmm. Uh, according to the WrestleVotes Twitter account, and this is very interesting, WWE added another pay-per-view to their schedule this year just one week after SummerSlam, rumored to be payback. That a week? That doesn't give SummerSlam enough time to really, like, breathe. I think that's one of those things where it's like, we can't fit everything we want on this card. So we're going to have, it's basically kind of like, you know, how they had two nights of WrestleMania. It's like, here's SummerSlam 1 and here's SummerSlam 2. Either that or maybe for a couple of the matches, some of them are going to have such like like such a screwy finish that they can just do one more hype thing on either Raw or SmackDown and then be ready for the pay-per-view the following week. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of that. It's weird. That's a lot of fan of weird probably gonna have some screwy finishes so let's fix it like that yeah it's almost like they're trying to test like what aew was doing with their like was it fighter fest and dead fight for the fallen yeah kind of deal it's like if your announcers are screwing up the name of the show maybe they're just a little too similar he's just jr yeah he's just jring um that reminds me. So they're looking to have SummerSlam, or at least like different matches at multiple different venues um, that sort of kind of remind people of summer, like I guess a beach. But people can't even go to the beach. Ah, uh, are the beaches? Well, I don't know about down there, but up here, are the beaches still closed? I don't know. Hmm. But considering this is a Democrat-run city, probably. I really don't want to bring politics into it. I'm not. I'm just stating facts. But you're blaming it on Democrats. They run our state, so yeah, if it was a Republican-run state, I'd blame them too. What are you doing? I don't know. (laughs) I kind of just don't want to hear the D and the R words when I'm talking about wrestling. I'll do what I want to do. Okay. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm one half of this podcast, all right? Uh, this thing, I should have asked you earlier, but uh, apparently Mick Foley and David Arquette have a movie coming out called 12 Hour Shift. Never heard of it. The trailer was released today. What's it about? Is it about a hospital? I have the synopsis right here. Wait, yes. Par- oh, I was going to say paramedic after that, but yes, I got it. It's 1999, and over the course of one 12 hour shift at an Arkansas hospital, a junkie nurse, her scheming cousin, and a group of black market or black market organ trading criminals parentheses Mick Foley, David Arquette, and some actor I never heard of start a heist that could lead to all of their demise. Okay. Um 
It's a thriller, not a comedy. That's not right. Did you check? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It look. I mean, it sounds like a comedy. It looks like it kind of could have gone either way, like a dark comedy. Um. Okay. But it's kind of just a thriller. Yeah, sounds like. I, I've uh, never heard really of. Like, Mick Foley and David Arquette are the only people in this movie I've heard of. So, the junkie nurse played by Angela Bettis. I don't know. Her scheming cousin is Chloe Farnworth. Who? You're saying names of people, like I'm supposed to know. Okay, continue. Um, I'm checking to see if you know any of them, because you watch more movies than I do. And the other organ trading criminal is Dusty Warren. I don't know. I do, I do watch too much TV. I was watching this TV show called Human, uh, not Human, called Real Humans. It's Swedish. I actually read subtitles. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's actually pretty good. It sucks that it only went for two seasons and ended on a freaking cliffhanger. It's like, ah! <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, not for me, but okay. Yeah. No, it's just... So uh, you, you thought you were going to get the network to buy in, and they didn't. I just thought, like... You know, if they had two seasons, that would be one of those things where, like, oh, maybe they they actually wrap it in two seasons, you know? And they're not going to leave me with, oh, there we go. There it is. There's mm. the fucking... It's like somebody walks into someone's room, and they go, shh, roll credits. I'm like, no! Huh. No! She was definitely a murderous robot, but now I'm not going to know what happened. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know what else is interesting and pretty cool? Uh, I had... Cool what? Whip. Yes, Cool Whip. But I have the results of the first ever Bumpy Awards. You do? Yes. What What a surprise. I am shocked by this event that's happening right now. I had no idea. I'm glad when I clicked the when I clicked the link I'm, and said there was a video, I'm glad they actually list them so I didn't have to watch a video. That's good, man. I like when people make you watch a video. I don't want to watch a video. Yeah, it's it's quicker to just read. I don't need audio. I don't need the bottom. Do that with IGN all the time. Sometimes they'll have like a thing where you gotta like watch a video. I'm like, I don't. This doesn't happen here. Yeah. So tag team of half year. The nominees were Street Profits, Golden Role Models, New Day, Bliss Cross, Applesauce. I guess that's their actual name. Maybe. I thought it was. I, don't, I just call him Bliss Cross. I didn't know the applesauce was official. Well, there you go. And Imperium. And the winners, I think, as I predicted, were the Golden Role Models. Okay. Great. There, there was a biggest surprise on the bump. I don't watch the bump, so I'm going to skip that. Uh, rivalry of the half year. The nominees were Drew vs. Brock, Manny vs. Sonya, Becky vs. Shayna, Taker vs. AJ, and Gargano vs. Champa. If I remember correctly, I picked Manny vs. Sonya, but it went to Gargano vs. Champa. That's a good, uh, good idea. Uh, I'm gonna circle back to this one here. Let me highlight that. Cinematic match of the year, uh, were the nominees were Viking Prophets vs. Ninjas, Money in the Bank ladder match. How is that even dominated? What, Viking Prophets vs. Ninjas? Yeah. I don't or is know. it because it was just a cinematic match? <laughs> it's like they didn't have enough to round out the categories. Probably just... Well, there are six nominees here. 
Uh, Viking Professor Ninja's Money in the Bank ladder match, which is two matches in one. One final beat, greatest wrestling match ever, Firefly Funhouse match, and the Boneyard match. And the Boneyard match won. That was my pick. That was mine, too. Uh, Zoom Room Superstar, I don't know Zoom that. Room Superstar, I guess because they're good at Zoom. I guess. Lacey <laughs> Evans won that. She beat Triple H, William Regal, Alexa Bliss, and Charles Robinson. Well, if she did, it would have been a crime. There's the Hey That Wasn't Very Nice Award. What? Yeah. They they obviously added a bunch of categories. Oh, obviously. I read the original nominations. So the nominees for that were Corbin Thorne and Black and Mysterio off WWE headquarters, Dexter Loomis for kidnapping, Jeff Hardy throwing pee in Sheamus' face, Miz and Morrison sliming Caleb Braxton, and Seth Rollins taking Mysterio's eye. They're going to give it to him, but really? No, the winner was Jeff Hardy throwing pee in Sheamus' face. Oh, really? That's so stupid. Like, it was obviously apple juice. And Corbin a threw two subject. men off a roof. <laughs> he, what does this man have to do to get over? He <laughs> threw two grown men off a roof. I blame Rey Mysterio for show and, and Black for showing up on Raw the next fucking day like nothing happened. Yeah, they, they probably uh, could have sold that better or something. It's all their faults. I'm not even a Baron Corbin guy, but damn it. It should have been him. Hmm. Uh, best audience member with a beard on the bump. I'm skipping that because I, I don't, don't know. Like oh, they had the Bushwhackers on apparently. Wow. All right. If I was a Bushwhacker, I'd have a beard too. Bump's life mean lifetime achievement award went to Drake Maverick. Okay. Gotta be for his wife. I'm just saying. Uh, social reaction best. Bump entrance, best host costume, most most gifable superstar. Here's one we actually talked about. The nominees were Asuka, Keith Lee, Big E, Montez Ford, and Otis. Was it the Keith Lee? It was Keith Lee. I'm trying to remember if I picked Keith Lee. I think I did. I can't For- be trusted. I don't know. Ford's pretty good too, though. Yeah. And a lot of people gift Big E. Yeah, but that freaking pounce yep. was to Cole is dope. And coming up from behind Finn? Yeah. So it's like, what do you you know, you can't really be a robbery. Yeah. Uh Superstar of the Half Year. The nominees were Adam Cole, Bebe, Keith Lee, Charlotte Flair, Drew McIntyre, Otis Bailey, Asuka, Io Shirai, Braun Strowman, and Becky Lynch, and the winner was Drew McIntyre. Really? Yes. I, I'm not positive who I picked on for that one, honestly. Now, the one I'm coming back to, you're probably going to know because you know me far too well. You can figure out why I came back to this. Best in-ring match of the half year. And the nominees were Rollins vs. Owens at Mania, Ripley vs. Charlotte at Mania, Edge vs. Orton, the greatest wrestling match ever. It's the greatest wrestling match ever. Brian and AJ for the IC championship from SmackDown and the Men's Royal Rumble. Huh. Edge and Orton won. What? And if that is not the biggest fucking pile of horse shit ever, then I don't know what is. I mean, that's just our opinion, right? 
This is the opinions of fans. But I guess these are fans that like watch the bump like, oh yeah, greatest wrestling match ever. It must have been the best. It has it in its name. <laughs> how do you beat that? By being AJ versus fucking Daniel Bryan, that's how. I mean, I guess, but that wasn't on uh pay per view. It doesn't have to be pay per view. It's best in ring match of the half year. Yeah, but if a match is on a pay-per-view, it's going to be treated like it's better than a TV match. That's just like, you know, that's the basic, basic mark answer. And I'm sorry to break it to you. That's just the way it is. I blame people. I blame the Bookiverse for not voting. I didn't this is what vote. happens when you don't vote. That's right. This vote. is what happens when you don't vote. You get the wrong winner. Do you think it was one vote? Like just I don't one know. vote that like <laughs> this one guy out there who you just tried Anyone. to shame? This is th- this proves it. Every vote counts. Not every vote counts, but every vote counts, damn it. Wait, what? You have to try. Not if every you vote, vote wait, wait. Every vote counts, but not every vote counts? Right. I don't understand that. Because that's like some people's rationale for not voting because like, oh, you know, a Democrat's going to win New York because that's what happens. Democrats win New York. Oh. So if so if you're vo- voting anything but Democrat, you're wasting your vote. And if you vote Democrat, well, you're not really doing anything then, are you? That says a lot about the world today. Right. Well, that says a lot about the two-party system. But this – they had five viable choices here. Uh, there's a libertarian party, by the way. I know out there. I know it's also green, but this is much so. Yeah, but it's a woman. Anyway, back to wrestling. Whatever. Right. So there are five five viable choices here. Honestly, the only one I'd really, you know, I wouldn't. I'd still include the men's Royal Rumble match, which is one of the options here because it was an intriguing concept. You had the champion starting the match. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's too gimmicky. It's like you throw it over – like to win, you got to throw someone over the top rope. Like this is a wrestling match with psychology and stuff. There's no real psycho- ring psychology in a rumble match. True. Like but there's there a were, lot of filler in there. But there were memorable moments from some, it. Some might say uh, that there were memorable moments in the world's greatest wrestling match, the greatest wrestling match ever. The only one I remember is the friggin' the ball kick, and did that have the punt or no? He probably won the match. Okay, the ball kick and the punt. Was ball kick RKO punt? But camera angles and WWE 2K19 crowd and and a referee wearing a classic referee shirt. It had those things that you love. Okay, the men's Royal Rumble match. Had the first ever face to face between Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but the Royal Rumble match was also in front of a live crowd. Also, remember? I do. Remember live crowds? <laughs> I do. Either way, Brian Versager should have won. Well, it did. You need to get over it. You sound salty. Very salty, sir. I saw this. Like, like I scrolled through briefly. And I saw that, and I'm like, "Fucking, I can't scroll any further. I gotta save that." I think we had that when we had the conversation about it originally. You said it was probably gonna be that match, and I think I did too. 
So you should probably like you know your expectations nah, were already low. <sighs> Fucking WWE universe. Hey, you know the W. So, part of the WWE universe is the Bookiverse. I know they're out there. Vote. Whatever you can vote for, go vote. I'm closing this because I don't want to fucking look at it anymore. Make sure you get your votes out. Fantastic and terrific votes. It's important to vote. Rock the vote. To rock the vote. Like if you don't vote, Brock Lesnar's going to show up to your house and beat your mother. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like in front of you. He's going to make sure you're home. <laughs> That's great. Brock the vote. Or I'm going to show up at your house and beat your mother. And he'll be like, wait a second. And he'll ask her, did you vote? Do I have to find your mother also? He's going to, and then he'll be like, but my grandma's dead. And just, he's going <laughs> to dig her up. She didn't vote. He's going to dig her up, and then he's going to beat you with her bones. Dark. This there is you go. dark. Dark Booker's. Brock the vote. You know, I, I thought of something today that they could have done that they didn't. So, co- just co- come back from my jog. I saw a uh, I, I saw a hearse turn a corner or something, and I'm like, huh? And I just just like the wheel started turning. What they could have done back in the day was Undertaker could have had his own limo, but like it, it's a hearse that they just converted the inside into a limo. You could still fit a coffin in it, but it's got like the bench seat in the back. Okay. I don't know. Kind of just a thing they could have done and didn't. There's still time. It's not official, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Shawn Michaels, for proving that no retirement is ever official. Maybe Undertaker will be the guy. I'm waiting for that person. I'm just waiting. I I think Funk is finally retired, right? I don't think so. I'm gonna look it up. You should. So I think Tommy Dreamer is trying to be the new Funk. <laughs> Says he's retired on Wikipedia. However, however, I'm gonna continue reading. The however is always like a continuation. It's like you gotta. Say a thing that, you know, and bada bing, bada boom, realest guy in the room. How you doing? Uh, September 12, 2016, he underwent surgery for an inguinal hernia. I was supposed to be resting and in bed for a couple weeks, but chose to attend time during his House of Hardcore shows. Uh, I never had a linguini sprain before. That's crazy. Some kind of hernia. Um... <laughs> It doesn't uh, – okay, from what's listed here, his last match was the 22nd, 2017. And him and the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, jeez. The collective <laughs> age of a billion years old. Defeated Doug Gilbert, Jerry Lawler, and Brian Christopher by DQ. Oh. His anniversary passed. Did it? The death of Bride Christopher? Huh. I think it was, I think it was this week that Lawler tweeted out something. And it was, it's been two years. July 29th, 2018, yeah. 
I'm like, time flies, man, because I felt like it might have been, like, I didn't think two years. I thought maybe a year, but it's like, what is happening? Mm. I uh, haven't thought about Brian Christopher in a while. That's because you're thoughtless. I am a little thoughtless. It's okay, though. I guess it depends. It's okay. If it's okay with you, it's okay. Yeah. Closing that. So I, so I don't know for sure if Terry Funk is retired. According to Wikipedia, his last match was in 2018 or 2017, and it doesn't have anything after that. Maybe it just didn't make the Wikipedia page. I don't know. So, yeah. what do you want to talk about first this week? You you texted me today. I watched SmackDown. And you said it was weird. Yeah, it was weird because it was, like, almost perfect. And most times, like, with SmackDown, it's like, it's either really good or just bad. The wrestling was great. The mm -hmm. AJ Styles, Grand Metal Dick, you know, it was cool because it's like, oh, this guy, he's not just a, you know, a stupid gimmick. You know, he, with Metalik, is a good wrestler. Mm -hmm. And it was good psychology, like AJ's working the legs, and, you know, he's the king of the ropes, and that's his deal. Boom, boom, boom. And he winds up tapping him in, like, one of the most vicious um, calf crushers I've ever seen him do. Mm -hmm. Like, basically just, like, dominating him. Like, he could have just took his piece out just started pissing on him. <laughs> and I would have been like, yeah, that's what you do, you know? It's basically, the equivalent of that. I thought, uh, let's say, Dorado was going to get involved, but he didn't, which is good. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, I really wasn't expecting much from that match. And it went a lot longer than I thought it would. And it's like, it doesn't matter what championship AJ Styles has. He's a champ. Like, I don't, yep. I don't believe that anybody's better than him right now on SmackDown when it comes to, like, pure wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, now, the part, I, before I lose the nerve, it's, you know, that bothered me. That really ruined the show for me. It's like a huge mistake that they did. And it's that there's a segment with, can you guess what segment really annoyed me? Hmm. I don't think we'll it was. Game. I don't think it was the closing segment. Uh, was it Gable and Corbin? Okay. So you're never going to guess it. So there. At one point, Otis and Mandy are backstage, and they're gonna they're gonna do a thing, and they're going out, whatever. Mm. Mandy's getting ready. Sonya comes out. Sonya Deville comes out, and literally, not the Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman bullshit, beats and victimizes Mandy Rose like it was almost uncomfortable. It was good. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was good. Mm -hmm. And at one point, look, I'm not a woman, but I'd imagine that first, like, all right, look, if you could just say, okay, they're extensions. It's not like she really cut her hair. 
But mm-hmm. if you're living in the universe, she started to cut her hair, and then she was about to shave her head against mm-hmm. her will. Her face, it looks like something really terrible happened. Yeah. Okay. Cole and, and Grace, they're all like, well, this is, this is a terrible thing that happened. Uh, we have Kayla, Kayla Braxton in the back. Let's see what's happening. And, and Otis is there. And at one point, we almost had a wardrobe malfunction. Like she had to try to keep her top from falling down from the right or left side. I don't remember. Because mm. um, when she was laid out, she had her hand there. Like one of the straps was gone. Anyway, I pay attention to detail. I'm not a pervert. <laughs> but what I was trying to say, so then, then these fucking stupid, dumb motherfuckers in creative, they, those gutless fucking idiots, stupid, dumb, I'm, I'm, I'm going Randy Orton, freaking Kofi Kingston, stupid idiots. Mm-hmm. They have Miz and Morrison. Show up and do a stupid comedy sketch just to set up a fucking tag team match with Otis and the other one, Tucker. <laughs> and then it goes to Colin Graves. Well, get ready for some tag team action. Like, if you don't care, why should anyone care about what just happened to her? Like, you had a chance to make a really serious angle. Like, bring this angle back in a bigger way. But you fucking screwed the pooch. It got me so fucking mad. It got me madder than I wanted to be. Like, if you don't believe me, fucking rewatch it. The timing was just disgusting. It's like, what are you doing? I'm sorry, guys, but I get really... I'm going to have to, let's see, you're going to have to come in and fix this uh, later. Uh, try to lower <laughs> myself a little bit. <laughs> but you get, you get, I get real passionate about these things. Like they had, if not for that, it would have been the perfect episode of SmackDown. Hmm. So for me, it was as soon as, like they didn't even go to commercial. It was just like they, they cut to Colin Graves like, okay, well, we have Kayla back there with a with a, an update. It's like. It just happened. What's the update? Like literally, no Didn't time. Did they go passed. to commercial? No, they did not go to commercial. That makes it uh-huh. even worse. If I if I recall correctly, they did not go to commercial. But like, it was just it had just happened. Like Mandy's still sitting on the floor, her back's against the wall now. She was like that already ruined it. Like already, victimized. I knew you. I, yeah, I knew already that this was for something. There's a reason why they're doing the update right now. This, yeah, to set up Miz and Morrison versus Heavy Machinery next week, which you couldn't have done in a fucking stupid, dumb uh, Miz TV next week. Yeah, there like, were. Come on. Any other idea for how to set that matchup would have been better. You couldn't just wait. You couldn't just wait, but no, it's like it's the reason I say they're gutless is because they're almost like, oh, maybe this was too serious. Let's lighten it up right away. You got to let that sit and marinate. If not, then you just close the show with it. 
Yeah. Like, come but, on. But the clothes was better. Yeah, but you, it, then don't do that clothes. Don't do right. it this week. Do it next week. Pick one. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it would have been better if they just waited. Like, on the, as cool as it was, if they waited on the Alexa Bliss Bray Wyatt thing for next week. Mm. Because I feel like that took away from the Mandy and Sonya thing because it's not as, holy shit, this just, just has happened. Uh, a freaking, a man assaulted a woman. Like, a monster, I guess, because mm-hmm. you can get away with it because he's a monster. Yeah. The heinous, heinous act. What a heinous act. Yeah, I'd put the mandible claw on her. But great, in her. great clothes it's, for the it show. It was in her. It was what? in her mouth. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, honestly, like, she, she's a really good actress. Because I mean, like good at looking scared. Yeah, the terror that she was showing. Like it, it looked legit. She's very good. Yeah. Well, men are terrified of him, so you know. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she's gonna if if it's like he just like attacked her or he just like brainwashes her or something. We get that. Sister Abigail deal or what? Or she's just going to be missing, like just well, like Braun. Well, I had an idea for Sister Abigail. Like, so you know how Bray Wyatt is the fiend and he's also Bray Wyatt, like the Firefly Funhouse host, and he's also the Eater of Worlds, right? Also the Eater of Cake. Probably. So, how about. You introduce Sister Abigail right now because Braun is feuding with um, – because Bray's feuding with uh, Braun Strowman. Sister Abigail could take the guise of Alexa Bliss. And like depending on who he's feuding with, Sister Abigail could appear differently. You don't have any one specific female – play Sister Abigail. You're just trying to have it that Sister Abigail is a symbiotic life form. She yes. is a host. Maybe, but you see, more so, she's a figment of Bray's imagination. She doesn't actually exist, but... That's what we're pro- told. As right. The, like, no, we're not even told that. But wait, so he can project her out into the real world in... The form of someone, but like it's not actually Alexa Bliss out there. It's the physical manifestation of Sister Abigail as Alexa Bliss. Okay, and I think that's what it was in the swamp that appeared to Braun Strowman. I hope that is. Otherwise, we're doing what we always do. We're probably we're investing more in it than they ever will. <laughs> That's probably what's happening, but I think that could be like one of the best ridiculous ideas we've ever come up with on the show. But you agree that their timing is awful. Yeah. Like they I don't only, know. They should only be doing like one 
traumatic female thing per episode. But it's like you you, you took the legs out from under them, I feel. Like, mm-hmm. what was the point of that? So I'm uh-huh. pretty sure Sonya Deville's going to have her head shaved. <laughs> it's like, I want to get a haircut. Can we do a hair match? <laughs> Interesting. That'd oh, be yeah. a good idea. Yes. I guess so. I mean, where else could it lead? Like, why else? Like, also, it's like one of the worst things you could ever do to a chick. You know? Yeah. Well, Unless Molly they're... was all for it. Yeah, well, it was, she. It happened in a hair match. Yeah. She wasn't like someone didn't try to do it to her. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So I mentioned it before, and the Chad Gable Corbin thing, I didn't like. What is this King's bounty? Does he have like money? Yeah, I, I guess allegedly he's um. He's got a bounty up on um, Matt Riddle's head because he doesn't like him, so he wants someone to take him out for him. And Chad Gable's like, oh, all right, well, I hate you. You, you really, really suck. You kind of ruined a couple months of my career, but I like money. But he also probably likes being able to do stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Give him something else to do. Pair him with freaking Gulak. Does that mean he's going to be Chad Gable? They just going to get – because, like, you know, maybe since he's a heel, he actually has some self-respect. And he's he doesn't want to be Shorty G? Maybe. Like Shorty G is more like a face than somebody you could just bully. Yeah. But Speaking of – Could Sorry, we guys. get Matt Riddle versus Chad Gable next week? I think yes. Yeah, it's probably gonna happen, bro. Bro, um, just yeah. please don't have Riddle do short jokes. It's beneath yeah, them. It is. I see what you did there. Yeah. Speaking of name changes, Lacey Evans is no longer the sassy Southern Belle. She's just the Southern Belle. I think I like that. Sassy's extra, you know. Yeah, it, it was a bit much. Is a bit much. Um, so she had it in for Naomi this week, and on last week's episode, I don't remember why. Ten years. Uh... Yeah, last week's episode of the Basic Bookers podcast, you and I mentioned her former tag partner Cameron because we talked about where Naomi came from. Oh no, that's right. And Ariane Andrew, formerly known as Cameron, is now in AEW, and she. Is Nyla Rose's tag partner for the what do they call it? I mentioned it before. The Lady Cup. It's not the Lady Cup. The Lady Cup. It's the Deadly Draw Women's Tag Team Tournament. That sounds cool. Who do you think's gonna tag with who? We gonna have Super Bad Penelope Ford with Kushida? Kushida is male and signed to NXT. Shido, Shida, whatever. Hikaru Shida? Yeah. Jeez. Is she in it? I don't know. I don't see why not. They need all the talent they can get. Oh, I wanted to... Um, I just played third, by the way. Great. Third, everybody. <laughs> nice. I, I, I heard the keys going a little furiously there. Yeah, anyway. So, um... 
upon like I was you know scrolling through the news and everything every now and then I'll see something oh blah 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 John Moxley was on um a shot of brandy that's at some point Is that a so YouTube I, show or a podcast it's a it's a YouTube show it's a YouTube cooking show with Brandy Rhodes oh they cooked a thing yes and it was a lot of fun just uh first of all Moxley kind of completely took over the show. Of course he did. That's what he does. Um, I mean, technically, he's the president, or I'm sorry, the dictator of AEW. Yes, as MJF says. Um, but it was, it was a really good episode. Uh, they made uh, macaroni and bacon, macaroni and cheese. Bacon, macaroni and cheese. Yes, and Brandy Road says. Black people use a lot of cheese in their macaroni and cheese. That's just what Brandy Road says. Did you um back to wrestling? Uh, more related to people getting slapped up on the mat. Mm-hmm. Did you catch? Have you happened to visit Basement Booker's Pod Instagram? Don't yell at me. Well, no. I put up a video this morning of me watching Keith Lee's promo, <laughs> and mm. I said, "Ooh, oh Hulk, Professor Hulk is big man now." And I said, <laughs> and when he was like, "Damn, what was he saying?" Uh, man, I don't remember what he said, but he, he said something really angrily, and I said it with him, mm-hmm. and it was fun. You should check that nice. out. Nice, Facebook. Cool. Facebook Booker's Pod on Instagram. Definitely check that out. Yeah, it was so. He's using his big boy voice. <laughs> He's done being the poet. You know, I I like I like that they're giving Cameron Grimes something to do. I just hope it doesn't turn into a petrol thing where he does something really, really stupid that he thinks he's the shit and just gets his ass kicked every time. Do not worry. He does not have the toy tank ceiling. He will be okay. Mm. He, it's a part of his shtick. Like, he'll be alright. Like, he, Grimes is good. He, I'm sorry, he's grimy. He's very yeah. grimy. Um, <laughs> uh, he's got a hat. He's got a great look. He's just like, mm-hmm. got a punchable face. You know, his, he sounds like a jerk. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect, uh, thing right, right, right over there. Uh, and Scarlet's dress is the best this week. This is the best outfit she's had, I think. I can't really disagree. I like, I think, uh, showing less is more. I feel like sometimes it works. Mm. So that was cool. Um, Gargano versus Roddy. I was rooting for Roddy, which is weird, but. I was not. That is not weird. Yeah, because you hate him. He's so, he's funny, man. Hmm. And, uh, your boys, they, uh... A New Day? We're on NXT now. Oh. Your boys. Because you said your boys. So? They, your boys, they're not uh, New Day. They don't have the monopoly on being your boys. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't and know. And that's a little bit racist. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? You must uh, be talking about Imperium. What? No. Our disputed era. Oh, the era. Ba-na, 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 ba-na. Oh, and I'd like to slap you across the face with your 
oh, it's kind of not a work, but it is a work. Like, it's even more obvious that that McAfee thing was a work. Well, now, yeah. Way more obvious. And, like, I was calling it immediately. Immediately! I didn't need anything. You knew it was wrong, Rich! You knew it was wrong, Bumbleclot. What's wrong is if this leads to freaking Pat McAfee on my TV more. Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole, baby. Oops. At TakeOver 30. Tell it, dude. That. They can't. They can. And they, they will. They can. McAfee, he's an athlete. He's a punter. He's still an athlete. If a team is doing his job right, the punter literally doesn't do anything all day. All day. All night. By himself. But not really because he needs his team. But still, like, it's still, you know, you got to be able to kick the ball, like, far, you know? That takes something. And look, I know a lot of people hate on kickers. Also, I'm not good at sports. I hear you. I understand. But, you know, at the end of the day, credit where credit's due. Mm. He kicked the ball, it go far. He kicked the ball far. You try to kick the ball far. You try it. Try it up. Yeah, but, like, give me a few years of practice, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. What do you think of NXT? You have any thoughts? It's just me just dragging you by the face through all this stuff. I'm so angry about SmackDown. It's still fresh. It's the first show I saw today, and I'm still upset. <laughs> um, I'm a little bored with all the, the, the Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, blah, blah, blah. That's a little old at this what point. What about Super Saiyan Rhea Ripley? I like the hair. I can't wait to see her in the ring next week. Who is she? Probably Dakota Kai. Should she like... Right, 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 yeah. I was like, man, she is such a Dragon Ball Z fan. Because at uh, at, at some point, Vegeta just stays Super Saiyan. Like, his hair is always blonde. Mm -hmm. I think she's just... She's just... She's gone to the next level. She's Super Saiyan permanent now. She's, She's doing it up. There's really nothing wrong she could do in my eyes. So it's like, cool, you're back. Do stuff. She's going to break yeah. that up real quick, the monotony. Looks like so, they gave me a yim a little time off. Take take it easy for a little bit. She wasn't yeah. on at all. She was not. Um, so Dakota Kai cut a promo also. She, uh, she was talking to Mackenzie Mitchell, I guess. Right, yeah, before, this right before Rhea Ripley came out. Yeah, saying she's not a tag team player anymore. Because so, she walked that- out. Right, but what what about Raquel Gonzalez? Is she not her heavy anymore? I guess not. I guess they dropped that without telling us. I guess so. Who knows? Maybe she might move up. Sometimes they just put people up just because they need people. So that they'll move Raquel Gonzalez up? Yeah, why not? Interesting. She, she checks all the boxes. I guess. Without being blonde. Big lady. Yeah, put her in there with, with um, Nia Jax. Was it this week that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler had a fight? Yeah. I just hated Raw so much that I just didn't care. Yeah, it was... Like, uh, who's the face here? Oh, The referees that got pushed around. I, I guess so, right? Like, what? <laughs> Who do I... Like, I'm always gonna boo Nia Jax. 
Yeah. So I guess Shayna Baszler's. I guess they're trying to do a like Ronda Rousey light uh, with uh, Shayna Baszler. I guess. I mean, Sh- Shayna's better than Ronda. As far as. As far um, as fake fighting. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. See, Shane, Shane is better in WWE. Ronda was better in UFC. I know I'm going to catch heat for this, but she's got a look. She's got a look. She's got a unique look. Yeah. That puts her above uh, Ronda. There's really nobody that looks like Shayna Baszler in the women's division uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> what are you laughing? I'm, very, I'm laughing at I'm okay, laughing at the emphasis. I'm laughing at the emphasis that I think I heard. That I, that I know I heard, but I you're, think no, you're projecting, and you're just yeah, gonna have it. to just stop <laughs> projecting. Okay, I don't want I don't want people to get at Resteriz on Twitter and just yell at you all day, all night. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I don't care if people at Basement Jar on Twitter and yell at you. I know that and that is because you are a sellout and you would sell me out the moment things get hard i know it i know it i have proof i have proof i have proof i i haven't recorded any of them but i have memory of you taking the shields when i needed it more but that's another story i'm talking about wrestling right now I'm very upset with you. Anyway, oh um, what are we doing? What are we talking about here? All right, listen. I I know what they I, I I knew what they were trying to do. I was like, please don't do the same thing you always do. Don't have Bailey beat up Kyrie Sane. Don't make Oscar look like a fucking idiot and run backstage like she's gonna have time to save her. And they do. That's the finish. A count out. Yep, they did it. Tell me why. Tell me why. Why can't it, we just be creative? This was the best they could come up with. You son of a bitch. These people are paid a lot more than me, I'm sure, to be creative. And this is what they gave us. I know, I know, man. It's like, you know... And uh, fine, now it's happened. The prophecy, the the as as CM Punk put it, the pandemic has happened. The 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 the, the two the, the the two women power trip. They have all the women's gold. Who can stand? Who can be a bulwark? A uh, a a light in the darkness. Uh, to stop them. Who could stop the path of Bailey and Banks? Who could stop the path of Cage? <laughs> we'll get into that. But stop skipping ahead. I need Seth Rollins to shut up. I need him to yeah. shut up. What's the greater good? Is the greater good to get me to stop watching Raw altogether, thus returning so. three hours of my life every week? Could be. He's getting worse. And it's like, let's just to get him over. 
they're gonna have him have Murphy do the eye crap to Al poor Alistair Black. Like, who did he piss off? Just because he was a a, a Paul Heyman project, you're gonna just be like, well, see you later. Now, how do how do we kill that project? Oh, let's actually kill him. Okay, ah, let's yeah. just take his eye out. Uh, there we, we go. Let's just take his eye out. We can't kill people on TV, <laughs> but we can disfigure them. Yeah, we can maim them and have them victimized. But come on, <laughs> like, and I get someone else said it better than me on Twitter, but I get sacrificing Rey Mysterio for Dominic. You're going to mm -hmm. sacrifice Alistair Black for Dominic Mysterio. If what? that is his real name. What? Can somebody help me with this? What? What? Like, I, yeah, I'm, I, stuck. I'm I stuck. I'm stuck. I'm like a broken record. Like, what? <laughs> Why? I'm an Austin promo from the 20-somethings. <laughs> what? No, this doesn't make sense. You're it's right. It's like, why did we? Why? I want those three hours back. I guess I'm going to have to just stop altogether. The only reason I got to do it now is because of the podcast. It's like, I don't think I will. I don't <laughs> think I will. Wow. Like, I was going to make a reference, but you wouldn't get it. But I just don't think I will. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do here? I'm trying like, to I'm... find something redeeming about it. Help about Raw? Yeah, what Let's was your see. thought? I'm sorry, I interrupted something. Uh, well, I was actually going to... I had There was one more thing about NXT. I wanted to talk about the main event, which I liked. But... Uh, is that the triple threat match? Yep. Balor, Loomis, and... Uh, uh, don't tell me. Thatcher. Yes. Thatcher's Thatch can. Good um, finish. Great. I really like that finish. Like, he did tap. But he fell asleep. He yeah. napped. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dexter Loomis character is really, really good. And, like, the way he's portraying it. I, like, I love how he slid it up to Thatcher, looked at him for a moment, Thatcher couldn't see him, and then he just locked it in. Yeah, that that whole slithering thing is getting a little over... Like, when he does it cool-like, but he doesn't mm -hmm. have to slither out of the ring. And it was really cool what he, like... He... Uh, jumped out of the ring and landed on his feet, and like both guys looked at him, like, "What is happening here?" Thatcher's look was great. <laughs> yeah, that's the that was the most notable one, where he's like, "What is happening?" Yeah, because I would say he's like the more serious out of the three. Yeah, like because he feels like he's like a real shoot guy, mm -hmm. and Balor's like the like very sports entertaining, you know? Yeah. And, like, thing is, we've seen that exact, like, move and flip before, kind of, but not from... What, Ricochet someone... or whatever? Exactly, exactly. But, like, we know Ricochet is a high flyer. Yeah, he's I've named really... after a bouncing bullet. Exactly. Like, I've never seen Dexter Loomis or even in any of his, uh, his previous work with that kind of athleticism. So, it's always really impressive cool. when it's, like, a guy that size. Yeah. Like, what's he, like, 240 or 250? Like, I'm a fan, but I hate that I don't like his little gloves. Like, they mm -hmm. don't even fit his hands fully. It's annoying. Not supposed the, to. They're tiny little gloves. 
He doesn't want them going up to his wrist because, because it might hinder his wrist movement. I, yeah. And they should have him kidnapping more people if they want to lean into this gimmick of his. <laughs> might be a little too Dexter-ish. Not enough. Not enough. But no, Dexter doesn't just kidnap people. He kills them. Right, but like you said, they can't kill people on TV. Just disfigure them. Or kidnap them. Yeah. Kidnap and disfigure. No killing. Victimize. Despite Corbin's best attempts. Uh, you want to talk about Raw. Uh, VIP Lounge. Oh. Cedric Ashay. The uh, poor but like Mustafa Ali comes back just to bump all over the place for freaking Lashley. Like, holy shit, was he on fire. Like, I hope Lashley got him a bacon, egg, and cheese from catering at least <laughs> for doing the for doing Allah's work. Because it was be turkey bacon, I think. But whatever. Whatever. The, the, the point still stands. Holy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Like... Unbelievable. And, like, I wasn't a fan of him just getting squashed, but it was cool. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. I guess you weren't that impressed with his, his ability to bump around. Bump, well, bump, I mean, I, like, I, I, I've seen Ali bump around a lot before, so. It's almost like he was he had some pent-up energy. Well, it's been a while. Like I would, I would, I was hoping. Like I guess that was the point of them. Like hoping against hope that he would get a win. But nonetheless, mm. nevertheless, yo, I we were watching Bacha Media. I didn't notice that. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Uh, like a week ago, like Ricochet's head exploded. Like Lashley had blood all over him. Well, Lashley was bleeding from the ear. That oh, was why. It wasn't from, like, what happened to Ricochet? No. Because it was all over his face, neck, and chest. Well, I think it was, because if you, if you notice, like, especially the first couple times that Lashley did that stupid move where, oh, he throws his opponent into the ring post, but it's his face hitting the ring post first, it looks like. It does look um, like that, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I think he just cracked his ear open on the ring post mm. or ripped it open or something. Yeah. Matt Cordona. Sure boy. He's jacked. Hello. He's a little bit a little bit jacked. He's got a tag team match with uh, the Cody. Against the uh, you, door, door can't, you can't say he's zacked. No, I didn't. That's why I said jacked. I know. I'm saying you can't. can't say it. The dork order. They mm-hmm. still suck. Like, yeah, it's like, so. so you joined that so you could win, but you still don't win. You join that so you win, but the original guys can't win. Right. Anna Jay, though, she's a member now. Yeah, they didn't show enough of her. Mm. Like, at one point, she's directly behind Brody Lee, and I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And speaking of behind people! Yes! That's right, Taz! I know you're listening! I know you're listening! Suplex machine! I know you're listening! And I know you have the ability to take me out without a single thought! But I know you're listening. Get behind the path of cage. Good. 
Good. I, I, I think Taz supports Brooklyn Podcasts. That's right. He would. He's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Also, I can't really defend myself against you, so it wouldn't be fair for you to come at me physically. <laughs> All right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not a coward. I'm just... I'm just trying to tell it like it is. Keep it yep. real. Mm, just know how it is. I'm just gl- shut up. I'm just glad that uh, he's, he's 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 doing God's work. <laughs> I'm glad he's. Hey, I'm surprised you didn't have uh, Excalibur in the news. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. He's they he's on video saying uh, not nice word about a certain. Uh, demographic of folks that you, uh, the Hulkster can't even, you know? Really? Yeah. That wasn't in, I didn't see that on my dirt sheet. Is that why he was off TV? I think so. No other reason but that, that I can think of, but yeah. Wow. The same people who are like, it's okay that Hogan's banned from AEW, say about Excalibur, it was a long time ago. That was a long time ago, guys. He doesn't think that way now. He's different. I'm on to you, hypocrites! They'll probably give him sensitivity training. Yeah, like Sammy Guevara. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hmm. It's like, I didn't know you had it in you. He just seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, he's the friggin' best announcer they got. Is he, though? Because I think Taz is. Best regular announcer. Taz is Taz is very good. Um, I think Taz. I like takes... Shivani, man. I swear that I know it sounds like I'm ribbing you, but I think Shivani's cool. I like him now. It's okay that you like Tony Shivani. I feel like Tony Shivani's my wrestling father. You know, he's just mm. not cool. He's just trying to do his best. <laughs> And, and Britt Baker just gets the best of him every time. It's great. And Jericho with his freaking, <laughs> what is it, cat pissed smelling jacket now? Yeah. And it's like, it gets oranger every week. Yeah. It's almost like he touches it up or something. Probably does. I, I, I appreciate the fact that he still wears it because it's so expensive. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's like, a $7,000 jacket. Yeah, because it's like... First of all, no, it isn't. But second of all, yes, it's very important. <laughs> Consistency is important. It's like, oh, if it's not, if it's not, you know, expensive, then you, you know, you get rid of it. But it is. The story is there, which is cool. Right. But the fact that you bought a seven thousand dollar jacket means you could probably afford another seven thousand dollar jacket while you wait to get the money back for this one. Yeah, but it's funnier this way. It is it's just funnier because it's a it's it's a reminder of what what uh, Cassidy did to him, mm-hmm. and uh, they won uh, best friends the and the the when they fought against the uh, inner circle jerk uh, they won yep. that yep. was cool mm-hmm. with help from basic Matt Hardy. I don't yeah. know if you saw his uh, Twitter or heard anything about it, but he's just like. It didn't go like him showing up on Impact. Impact. Mm. Uh, AEW Dark didn't go the way he. Uh, AEW. Yo, AEW Dynamite. Jeez. It didn't go as well as he wanted it to, and he's gonna just be Matt Hardy, pretty much. Sure. Does that mean he's not managing Private Party anymore? 
Uh, he is. He's still mentoring them. Okay. Mentoring. Sorry. Can't manage. Yeah. Don't have managers except for Vicky Guerrero. Uh, Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. And uh, Tully. So um, what did you think of Warhorse? This is probably your first time seeing him because I know it was my first time seeing him. This is going to be like the entire internet wrestling community saying, turn in your podcast, sir. Richard Riz needs a new co-host. <laughs> I don't see what the hype is. He's just some dude that's very heavy. He's about 4,000 pounds of heavy metal. And huh. that is the only thing that I see there. It's like Nightwolf from Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. versus Cody. It is I... Street Fighter shirt. And by the way, Cody, Bison would eat your lunch. Mm. Okay? Um, Without knowing Warhorse's... Um shtick or spiel or moveset um i'm wondering if maybe cody wasn't particularly familiar with it either and the style that they worked just wasn't conducive to showing off warhorse's best efforts i appreciated and i liked how warhorse had a counter for all of cody's big moves i like that that shows um, that he was doing his homework. So that yeah, he watches on- Impact every week. <laughs> or Dynamite, probably. Um, <laughs> so Dynamite Impact! <laughs> There's- Dynamite makes an impact! <laughs> it, it certainly does. One would think, when it goes off, I guess. Mm. Um, however, otherwise, not particularly impressive. I don't know if maybe he cuts a great promo... Yeah, or he bangs his head the hardest. Maybe he bangs his head the hardest. He, he might know. bang his head the hardest. Maybe he out Goldberg's Goldberg. Maybe he's a top rope guy or something. But he tapped him. Did he tap? I don't remember. Yeah, he tapped out. Yeah, figure it, four. That was that's why it stuck out to me because it's like somebody tapped to the figure four. Yeah, like he beat him with Ric Flair's move. Uh, like, Nate wow. like he elevated it a little bit. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the finish for uh, AJ and Metallic. The uh, He was wrenching on that friggin' Dude, oh half my pressure. god. I thought he wanted to tear it off. I love AJ Styles. I'm such a mark for him. He's so he's, good. He's phenomenal. What do you think? I know we're, we're like jumping around shows. Um... All right, we can start with right, AEW. Here. What about uh, the Darby? Are we done talking about Warhorse? Yeah. Before I get crucified? <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think of the main event, uh, Darby Allen and Moxley versus uh, Stroke Daddy and uh, The Path of Cage? <laughs> um, obviously, the uh, the memorable spot was the skateboard spot. Dude, did you he, did you see his back afterwards? He he sold that as if he was the spirit of the the Holy Spirit was in his body. Like if you've ever been to a, a church, specifically a Pentecostal church, hmm. I'm telling you, 
the, the Lord was speaking through him, and it was the language of pain. Like, his leg was like, it was ridiculous. Like, he was in, and they, and then they showed the back, and they were in there. It's almost like he, like, hammered in the tax individually into his back. Oh, a couple of them, yeah. Like, I, I with guess. his hands. Maybe. Also, you know, taking the pinfall. Yeah. But still, like. Oof. That, well, you yeah. can't ha- Don't let Cage take the pinfall. Right. 100%. Like, they did enough damage to Cage. Let's mm-hmm. let's let him recover a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, eesh. I, I, it was posted on social media, his back afterwards. Like, the, the scrapes, and I was like, like, just watching it happen, I was like, ooh, that's not going to feel good. Yeah, you definitely post that on social. Like, you put, you got to make it count. Like, this ain't, this ain't ballet. Now, what I would love to see, and I don't know if we would see it, if this is like a stable, let's bring Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, and Cage. So you have Cage as the muscle, Starks is the is the promo, and Kingston is the murderer. Like he, that would be fun. They could do that. He would um, almost be like their like thugged out Dean Ambrose of the Shield kind of deal. Yeah, Kingston also has a history managing um, Santana and Ortiz. If oh. they want to go that route, they probably. Don't because that was impact, but yeah, I'm sure... I don't think they should do that because, like you said, impact. It's like let's do our thing. Yeah, we only steal from WWE guys. Listen, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, we don't go down, down. We, we you got to steal up. Right. Um, I liked MJF's state of the wrestling address. Yes, let's not, let's not, not talk about that. That was all great. A lot of digs at WWE, obviously. And Moxley. I think I, I think I got most of them. Let's say. Um, what about the Austin bit? He's basically that was good. So hold on, hold on. Um, Mox shouldn't get to do what he does and say what he does because he's from the quote land of titans. He shouldn't come out and cosplay as another wrestler, and that's a stone cold fact. Uh, he says he draws more numbers minute for minute than Dictator John. He's also got the uh, revival, t- uh, the I'm sorry, the FTR kind of approach to wrestling, where it's like he's talking about how it's got less bouncing around. Like I was mm. saying, the shit I was saying about that's another thing I was saying. Like somebody's listening, where it's like too much bouncing around, doing gymnastics, and not enough actual wrestling. Yeah, like, and, I, and I mentioned that's a very indie thing. Yeah. Like, he's talking about pro wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's respect. Yep. Speaking of, what about uh, Arn Anderson as uh, FTR's official tag team consultant? It's interesting because he's Cody's coach, mm-hmm. but he's like their tag team wrestling consultant. It's interesting. I wonder if that's showing more like... We're getting a taste of the link that we're gonna get if they that they'll they might link the, these guys up, like Cody and FTR. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think I think in this case, um, a Arn's doing it for the money. 
And well, B, of course he is. Um, and respect. Right. He likes them. Yeah. And they respect him. And that's why they right. chose him. And also, it, there's no conflict of interest because neither of them are going to f- try and fight for the TNT championship because they're, they're tagged tag solo. All day. No, mm-hmm. I didn't mean – I meant to like team up. I mean like go after them. No, I, no, I know what you're saying, but I don't know. I just uh, – I'm telling you, man. Hangman, FTR, and Cody would be cool if they go with four people. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it will be Cody. Why wouldn't it be Cody? Cody's got an interesting uh, record uh, for 2020. He's only got one loss. I think it's like 16 wins or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Which is why I like AEW's whole uh, ranking thing. It's good. I think it's... Apparently Darby Allen's number five for some reason. Yeah. Which I'm like, wait, he's... I don't... Okay, fine, I guess. I guess I don't pay enough attention. I don't know how they do it. Maybe it's percentage or... Whatever. Wins and losses matter, and I like that. I think that's important. reminds me of people I hate from when I was younger. Darby Allen's like Ebo songs, like, what? I hate it. (laughs) I kind of hear it in my head a little bit, and I'm like, alright, that could kind of remind me of Typo Negative. It, It reminds me of all the freaking... Drama kids in high school, like, <laughs> and after high school, and in the basement. No, I meant like you know, like at my school they have like a oh. drama department. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not like you know, you know, drama yeah. like save yeah. the drama for your baba, like the actual art form. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Not not like going to someone's party and crying. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I say yeah, throw your own party and cry there. That's 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 the way to do it. That's how. That's how men do it. Yes. We, we, you know, listen, we're all, we've all been witness and privy to things we're not proud of. But we grow and we change and we become, some of us, better people. Some of us, worse people. But Mm. that's life. Some people become better and some people become worser. Some people say worser just because it annoys certain people. I'm Jerry. And this is Jerry's people. There you go. So I'm looking in my notes here, and I'm remembering that – so Inner Circle had a promo and, you know, talking about tired of losses. With Tony Schiavone. Right. And that reminds me of what Kyle O'Reilly was saying to the rest of the Undisputed Era. Say, we got to remember who we are, and we got to show everyone what we can do or whatever he said. Yeah, I guess that's why they're going after Imperium. Yeah. What if Walter will be coming back soon? I, I don't know. I have no idea what the um, transportation situation is like. Walter. 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 Walter, come back. Do you miss your father? Eh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anything else you wanted to hit on? Uh, well, we see me. I pay attention to everything, and unlike you, Rich, who was gonna leave out the uh, singles re-debut of Biggie, I will not. I will address this. The stretch muffler. Look, I feel like. 
for his first match back, it shouldn't have been such a long match. It should have been with somebody he could, like, just beat. Like, quicker. Like, he took a lot of time with a guy that, yeah, I get it. He's done single stuff longer than him. But he's not... Miz is not bigger than freaking Big E. He's just not. Like, we Mm -hmm. need to highlight Big E's power and what he could do. And I get that we had, um, there was a lot of interference from Morrison, and that could be attributed to it. But even before that was just way too long, and it was Big E as the underdog. Hmm. And I don't find that to be believable. I don't think in any world it's believable that someone like The Miz can last that long with a specimen like Big E. That's just my I, opinion. I'm not shitting on the Miz. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Years doing this long time. But showing up to work every day doesn't make you fucking better, Naomi. It just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And let's stop putting hair under steel steps. Like she could easily just pick it up and get out. Well, those steps weigh like four pounds. No, they pounds. don't. <laughs> Shut up! Stop enabling them! She was at an awkward angle. It was a funny angle. I get it. Fine. (laughs) Fine. God. (laughs) Just stop it. (laughs) But, yeah. uh, I did like that she kept trying over and over to tie her hair to the uh, ropes or something. Yeah, get that that heat. You know, do it up. Do what you gotta Mm -hmm. do. But, yeah, um, with Big E, yeah, like, the good finish, making Miz tap to the stretch muffler. Mm-hmm. I hope he can big E eyes that, like, put the big E spin on that, because that'd be funny in a promo. Stretching out his muffler, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I stretched out your muffler. Because I was thinking before they set up Heavy Machinery versus, um, uh, Hey, Hey, Ho, Ho, Miz and Morrison, I thought it was going to be Morrison versus Big E next week. I'm glad they're not doing that. I'm interested to see where they go with this. Like, who's who's he going to go against next? I mean, you got to figure they're probably going to position him to face AJ for the IC title. Maybe. Or he could be Bray's first challenger for the belt, which probably not because it's Vince. Hmm. You know how it is. Maybe. Plus, it's like, I don't want him to do the job like his first big match solo anyway. I would, So you think they'd put AJ over E? They probably would. They shouldn't, but they will. But not Bray. What? You're kind of thinking... I don't know. Okay. If, um, if they put him against Bray, the Fiend, mm-hmm. for the championship, mm-hmm. he's not going to win. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's, it's true. It's, it's it, not, it not going to win. It, it's not just him, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would think, and this is me being optimistic, that they learned their lesson. Yeah. Like, if he beats Strowman, they're not going to make it so he just drops it, the, you know, to Big E. Like, they're making a point that he's just now coming back to singles, which is why it took him so long to put the Miz away. And then you're going to try to have him against the Fiend? Like, it would be AJ before the Fiend. And, like, yeah. 
Yeah, hey, who knows? You know what? If AJ, if it's not soon, like if not not SummerSlam or Payback, then the pay per view after that, if they build it up right, hopefully I, more than two weeks after that, it, it would be fun building up uh, AJ Styles Big E program. Like it would be hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Like I think so. Just imagine. AJ the the probos with Big E and AJ like wow or like even like it's, it's too bad he's doing this riddle stuff but like a Corbin and Big E would be great it'd be mm. so funny like there's so much and I I'm not saying he's gonna be like the funny thing all the time but he just has this 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 presence about him and this way of doing things that's like. I, just picturing him going up all against these different guys, like these different ways he can promo on them. Sky's the limit right now. Exactly. That we're only limited by. Well, if you listen WWE's... to certain people, the the sky's the limit. The limit's the sky. Yeah, we're only limited by their shitty creative imagination and Vince McMahon. Listen, I, I recently cooled down. Uh, from the Sonya Manny thing, let's not <laughs> let's not just bring up these 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 wounds, you know that these these wounds that hurt. Uh, about to go into a freaking uh, Lincoln Park song. Anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So uh, WWE uh, posted. Something on social media: top 19 elbow drops, blah blah blah. Macho Man, number and, one. And WWE on Fox, I don't know who runs that exactly, um, posted on Twitter, who had the best diving elbow drop of all time? The four options are Randy Savage, Shawn Randy Michaels, Savage, Randy Savage, and Randy Savage. CM Punk, and Kyrie Sane. Oh, uh, okay. She has the best ladies diving elbow. Yes. She, hers is certainly the most unique. Because she... she Gets her legs up over her head, which is ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so CM Punk retweeted and said, "Come on, this is a list I shouldn't be on." I agree. <laughs> I kind of like the humility, but yeah, it, it's like Savage's elbow drop is certainly iconic. Michael's pretty good. It's good. I don't remember him doing it incredibly often. Like, he had the sweet chin music. I don't remember him being the elbow drop guy. No, but he's so, done it a few times. Like, it's pretty good. Right. But it's not Randy Savage's. Exactly. Kyrie's We Erase is very unique. And Punk, Punk's was always just a tribute to Savage. I yeah. think that's probably why. Bailey's is, too. Probably why she's not even on the list. Exactly. And I think that's probably why, the main reason why Punk feels he shouldn't be on the list, because he's just paying homage to Randy Savage. Because it's a tribute. Yeah. Disated elbow. This is a tribute. <laughs> Man, I hate Tenacious D. I know you do. Anyway, that's the that's the social media recap. That's all I got. I'm so trying. This... Like sometimes we forget stuff. I'm trying to make sure that I haven't forgotten anyone. I don't want to be disrespectful uh, to anybody. I feel like we did maybe cover everything that we were supposed to. Do you want to talk about Jeff and Sheamus? 
Oh, why? Just like, I'm done. I'm done with Matt, Jeff Hardy. That was a bad shame, but I usually do a good one. <laughs> now it's time for the rest of the locker room. That's more Scrooge talk, I think. Yeah, it is. Boom. McDuke. Vintard <laughs> Glumgold. The new DuckTales is the shit. I you mentioned. And the couple episodes I've seen were very good. Wish I had time. Wish I had time. Um, ba-ba. I don't, yeah, I don't think we missed anything important. Good. I, it, it annoyed me a little bit that it it took uh, Sonya to get out the buzzer for all the officials to converge all at the same time. Because they finally heard the buzzing. They heard the buzzing, and they're like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Either somebody's doing something very naughty, or someone's trying to save someone's head, and that's not happening on my watch. <laughs> It's like they don't hear the, the the shouting and the fighting and the breaking of things. Or maybe they they finally like, hey, did you hear that? Oh shit! But up my crawler! Drop the crawler, damn it! <laughs> we got things. Oh, Regal said he won't be bullied into making title matches. Huh. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, you finally getting to the whole like. Every time somebody wants a title match, they're like, Regal! <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Samoa Joe started that shit. Probably, but but I think it was more of, um... Because, uh, Karen Cross was uh, challenging Keith Lee, and Keith Lee was like, make it happen. And Regal's like, earn it, fuckers. I, I think it's... I, I thought... Like, okay, so Keith Lee's doing his promo. I could have sworn he's, like, basically saying, I accept. But then yeah. the video comes up. He's like, I want a championship match. It's like, wait, what? Is this, this is a real chicken and the egg situation. <laughs> it's like it's almost like that was pre-recorded. And, well, uh, mm. well, presumably the, the challenge was when Scarlet put the remnants of the hourglass in the ring. Yeah, but then why does I guess it's like, all right, you're not just accepting a match, you're accepting a title match. Yeah, I don't. I guess. Oh, fine. I, look, I guess I could fill in the holes if they want me to. We'll go yeah. hole filler. I do what I gotta mm-hmm. do, and it's like, all right, fine. But sure, here we go. I mean, it's it's the obvious thing, and it would have been like. Cross's promo would be even better if they went with my idea that I was talking about last week, where it should like it almost like they did, where it's like, listen, it, this is it's your fault what happened, and you didn't even do anything to stop it, kind of mm-hmm. deal. So, yeah, he was saying he said something like, uh, "What kind of friend stands there and watches his friend just you get did this down or whatever? You did this, <laughs> you did this, that kind of thing." But yeah, that, that's also it's a little bit Seth Rollins. It's like you know, it's it's not me doing it. I have to I do it for the greater good. It was the greater it's good. Your it's sacrifice. Your sacrifice yeah. to give Jerry back three hours of his life. It's your sacrifice. Sorry about that. My guys. sacrifice. Uh, is that how you want to close the podcast with a stupid Creed reference, you jerk? That is like one of the worst Creed songs. I like Creed. 
I just, that song is just way. Can you take me higher? That's a good song. Can you take me higher? <laughs> you can't just then say it higher. That's not what happens. I don't know. I, I always feel like I'm like a singer. Like I have actual talent when I do that. <laughs> it's like, wow, what's the pipes on this kid? Should do karaoke. Can you book me weaker? <laughs> that should be the 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 song in the locker room for all the jabrones. Nice. Yeah. You're welcome, guys. Can you book me stronger? I so want to win a match. Next week, Darby Allen versus John Moxley. I say it as Darby All In. I know, right? Darby All In. Um, yeah, I mean, I could have. No, they didn't fight. I think Jericho fought him. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. But it's interesting how he's all like, like it's like they got the instructions that they were going to have a match, the guys in the match, before the people on commentary knew that they were going to have a match. Because it's like yeah. he's signaling to him with the skateboard like it's some kind of gun, and that he's basically next. And it's like to people just watch, it's like, what? And then... They're like, hey, we just found out that uh, there's a title match. The number five ranked guy, which is guess to them to say, say it, say that quick before they're like, wait, why does he get a title match? Hmm. Uh, he's gonna fight uh, Boxley. It's like, okay, cool. I'm down. I'll watch it. I'll basically watch Mick Foley versus uh, Ambrose. Sure. I was wondering which was Foley. <laughs> uh, I guess. I should fix that then because I think Box would be the Foley because he's the older guy. Okay. Right? And, uh, not, it's not being disrespectful. Foley's awesome. Right. Yeah, Foley is awesome. but He's a, you know, he's they, a New York Times best-selling author. That's right. Um, but they're both known for their kind of a hardcore style. He's hardcore. Foley's great. I just don't know about this movie. Dude. By the it, way, the trailer didn't have Foley in it at all. Yeah, because he's some fucking henchman. It had Arquette for like a couple of seconds. Can you take me higher? Should I just take a song? I was trying to make a song with Foley in it, but it's like... Because <laughs> it's like he fell off the cage, remember? Yeah. Can you take me higher? All right. Um, thanks for listening to the Basement Bookers podcast. Um, I had fun this week. I hope you all did too. Uh, get ready because Rich is going to spread some socials all over your face, neck, and chest. Oh, yeah. Basement Bookers coming in hot. Yeah. You always gotta make something creepy. Oh, uh, yeah, creepy! Creepy, yeah. Basement. So, Jared mentioned it earlier Basement Bookers Pod on Instagram. Uh, if you wanna email us, you can do so by emailing basementbookers at gmail.com. Uh, Basebookers on Facebook. Basebookers on Twitter. Basement Jar on Twitter. Richler is on Twitter. Uh, and you can listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever they call themselves now, basically wherever you get 
your podcasts. And Jared's got a closing message. Look, you know, normally I do the closing message, but I decided that I'm going to delegate. I'm going to do some delegation of the message this week. And uh, here, here, here he is, uh, straight from uh, the 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 over or underground, depending on whatever you believe. Underground. Supposed to deliver a message. Well, deliver a message. Ooh, yeah, what kind of message? Well, you only get to do it once. And I'm going to tell you once and only one time. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Yeah. So you better make it count. And do what the macho man says. Holy shit, dude. What the fuck? What? I do that. I was going to do it. I didn't know you were going to do it. I was going to I was going to send you in. I was going to say the thing. I didn't know you Shut up. <laughs> oh yeah, now. Now this little slime bucket. Rich Derez likes to go in and bury people. <laughs> He's going to say that you do what the man says. Go ahead and say it, monkey! Alright, end the podcast. God, I hate your guts.